Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Masachas Ksuba, Aleph. We are starting to the 15th line, the second word on the line. And today's offer sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Saro, Bas Rabbi Yaakov Moshe, her Nishamah Shadav and Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yachmiel Mardachai, Ben Rechaim, his Nishamah Shadav and Aliyah. And we continue talking about a case where Reuven was married to Leah, Leah died, then Reuven married Rachel, and then Reuven died, and then Rachel died. So we have Leah's Yarshim and Rachel's Yarshim coming to collect their Ksubas Ben Dechrin. Now, Omar Zachar Shmedra Papa, Hilchasa, the halacha is, Achas Bechayav Achas Bemaisoi, when one of his wives died when he was alive, and the other one died after he died, Yashlang Ksubas and Dechrin, their respective Yarshim are able to collect the Ksubasman and Dechrin. Uksuba Nasas Maisel Chaverta, and the Ksuba is considered to be the Maiser Diner for the other one. In other words, Rachel's Ksuba is considered to be Maiser Diner for Leah's Ksubasman and Dechrin, and therefore Leah could collect the Ksubasman and Dechrin because there's Maiser Diner over here. So now we analyze the statement. If he only told us that first part of the statement, and he wouldn't have told us that Ksuba is Nasas Maisel Chaverta, so Havamina, I would think, in without the Ksuba playing a role in it, so then they'd get the Ksubasman in Dechrin. If not, then they wouldn't. But El Lishmi'in and Ksuba Nasa Maisel Chaverta, why didn't he just tell us the second statement? He should have just said that Ksuba is Nasa Maisel Chaverta, and Vano Yadana, and Mimela, I'll know that the reason why that is, is Mishum da Achzbachayv 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 Dechrin. Then we have a case that one died before he died, one died after him, they both get Ksubasman Dechrin, and that's the reason why Ksuba is Nasa Maisel Chaverta. So why did Mar Zutra just say the second halacha, and Mimela, we would have known the first? So Gemara says, Yashmin Hachi, if he would have said that, Havamina, I would have thought that he was talking about the following case. Kagan, for example, this fellow married three women. Two of them died when he was alive, and one of them died after he died. And this one that died after he died, the only child she had was a Nakeva, was a female and not a male. And that child of the last wife isn't going to get a Yerusha anyway. And since she's not going to get a Yerusha, so we don't have a Chashash for Insuye. We don't have a Chashash that there's going to be any fighting over here, because anyway, she doesn't get the Yerusha, and therefore the Yarsh of the original two wives that had died while Reuven was still alive would be allowed to collect their Ksubas Ben Dechrin because there's not going to be any Chashash for Nitsuye as we learned about in the previous Amud. If he was only married to two women, one of them died before he died, one of them died afterwards, and and the one that had died after he died had a male and not a female, and that male is entitled to Yerusha, I might say that there is a Chashash of Nitsuye, and therefore the Yarshim of the first wife would not collect their Ksubas Ben Dechrin. Kamash Mulan, the Chedesh is that even in such a case, we don't have to be chashish for that. And we continue talking about Ksubas and Dechrin. Someone who's married to two wives, and they die, and then he died. And the respective Yusayimim of Leah and Rachel are asking for their mother's Ksubas and and there's only enough to pay out the precise amount of both Ksubas and Dechrin, but not a penny more. They have to split everything equally, and we don't give them each their individual Ksubas and Dechrin. We have to split it as just like a regular Yerusha. That's because there's no Meiser Diner. However, if there's an extra dinar on top of the amount of their ksubas and dechrin, so then each one is going to get the respective mother's ksubas and dechrin. Now the mission continues with another case. Let's say Leah's Yusayimim say, We inflate the value of our father's nechasim by a dinar. Our father died and he left over 200 dinar. We want to inflate that value and say it's really worth 201. Now why would they say that? So that they could get their mother's ksubas and dechrin. Right now, there's only 200. And since there's no Meister Diner, they're not going to be able to collect their Ksubas and Dechrin. But if they inflate the value of their father's Nechasim by a Diner, so now, tada, we have Meister Diner. The Mishnah tells us, Ain Shaymilahem, we don't listen to them. El Hashem we evaluate the Nechasim in Bezdin, and since they come out precisely to be 200, so no one's going to get their Ksubas and Dechrin, and everything's going to be split up evenly. Now, let's say, Hayusham Nechasim Berai, Ain Ankeba Mochsek. If there's Nechasim over here that are Rai, that are fitting to come into the Yerusha, that's not like Mochsek, that's not like Nechasim they already have. Now, what is Rai? So let's say, 
day, their grandfather is still alive. And when he dies, they're going to yash their grandfather. And when his Yerusha comes into discussion over here, that's going to be considered a Maeser Diner. That's considered right. It's fitting to come in, but it's not there yet. So Mishnah said, that's not Kibamuchsik. That's not like Nechassim that they have right now. And that's not considered Maeser Diner. Now, Rabbi he tells us, even if there's extra Nechassim over here, but they're Nechassim She'elahem Achrayas, which means they're Metatalin, they're not Karka. Einun Klum, that's not considered like anything. There has to be there has to be karka, and that karka has to be valued at more than a dinar than the tuksubas, then they're able to collect the tuksubas from Nindichrin. Now the Gemara brings the price of Tan Rabbanon, Lazu Elif, Lazu Chamesh Mez. Let's say the tuksubas from Nindichrin of one of them was a thousand, and the other's tuksubas from Nindichrin was five hundred. Im Yesha Maser Dinar, Elu Nothing Subas Imun, Elu Nothing Subas Imun. If there's a Maser Dinar, then each one's going to get their respective mother's tuksubas from Nindichrin. Vim Lav, if not, Yechalku B'Shava, they split everything evenly. And now the Gemara analyzes two cases. Pshita, it's obvious, Merubin. If when the father died, his Nechassim were Merubah. They were a lot. They were valued at over a Maeser Dinar. Vinismatu, but then they became devalued because of the markets and everything. They went down in value, and now there's no more Maeser Dinar. Kfar Zachoban Yarshin. The Yarshin were already Zaycha in their Xusman and Dichrin, and even though the value went down, we still say that they automatically acquired their Xusman and Dichrin the moment the father died. But what about the other way around? Mu'atin. When the father died, the Nechassim were not valued at Maeser Dinar. There was no Maeser Dinar here. But then Vinisrabu, they went up in value. My, what's the halach over there? So Tashma, we have a raya, the Nechassim of the family of Bartzirzur, when the fellow died, they were very little, they were under Maeser Diner, and then they became valued at higher than a Maeser Diner. Vasil came to Rav Amram, and the Yarshim came to Rav Amram. Armelahu, he told the Yarshim that had the smaller Ksubisman and Dechrin, Zilub Hasinhu, you have to go be Mephias to other Yarshim that have the higher Ksubisman and Dechrin, which means you have to give them their Ksubisman and Dechrin because we have a Maeser Diner over here. Balayashkhu, they didn't listen to him. Armelahu, he told them, if you don't pay them their Ksubisman and Dechrin, Machinalahu, I'm going to strike you. With a thorn that doesn't draw blood. Now, what type of thorn doesn't draw blood when you're poked by it? That's a cherem. He basically told them, I'm going to put you in cherem. And Shachinul Kamed Rav Nachman, he sent him to Rav Nachman, who could enforce this halacha. And Armel Hen Rav Nachman told them, Kishem Shem Rubin Venismatu, just like when he died, if they were valued at more than a Meister Diner, and then they went down in value, Tzadi Aleph on Bez on top, Zochabahan Yarshin, the Yarshin already were Zaych and the Ksusman and Dechrin, Kach, so too, Mu'atim Venisrabu. If when the father died, they were not a Meister Diner, but then they went up in value, still, Zochabahan Yarshin, the now moving on to other topics, and the Gemara tells us semen. The semen for the following discussions that we're going to have all the way till Daftzadi Gimel is Elef, Umeya, Mitzvah, Biksuba, Yaakov, Zokav, Sedaisa, Bidvarim, Asikin. So the first case we have is as follows: Hahugafer, there was a fellow to Havu Maskibe Alpha Zuze. He owed a thousand zos. Havule Treyapadne, he had two palaces, two mansions, two houses. Zavinu Chadu Chamishmea, Chadu Chamishmea. He sold both of them, one of them for five hundred, the other one for five hundred, and he sold them both to the same person. Asa Balchayv, his Balchayv came. He took one of the houses away. He was about to take the other house away as well, because remember, the Balchai was owed a thousand. So the fellow that bought the houses, what did he do? He took a thousand Zuz, and he went to the fellow that was about to take away his second house. He told him, If you're going to consider this first house that you already took away from me as valued at a thousand Zuz, that's good. That means that you already collected your debt of a thousand Zuz. But if you're not going to value it at a thousand Zuz, and you're going to try to take away the second house, Alpha Zuzi Vistalik, take this a thousand Zuz in cash and go away and give me the other house back. In other words, the person who had bought the houses didn't want to have both of these houses taken away from him, so he
told the Balchayv, either value that one house that you took away from me as if it's worth a thousand, and that means you've collected your debt, or I'm just going to give you a thousand zuz in cash, and you're going to have to give me that house back, and you're not going to have any houses. Now, Sava Rav Barcham Lameimah. Rav Barcham wanted to say, This is the same exact thing in our Mishnah. What do we say in our Mishnah? If the Yusayimim say, That we're inflating the value of our father's nechassim at being valued more than a dinar, and the reason why they want to do that is so that they could collect their exus and dechren, we do not let them do that. So basically, Rav Barcham wanted to say, just like the Yusayimim are not allowed to inflate the value of their father's properties, so too this buyer isn't allowed to inflate the value of the mansion from 500 to 1,000. But now, Amalei Rava, Rava told Ryan Barchama, Me, Dami, is it really comparable? Hasam is lupse yasmi. Over there, if we allow the Yusayimim to inflate the value of their father's nechassim, the other Yusayimim, the one that had the smaller Xuzman and Dechrin, they're going to end up losing out. Right now, as we stand, they're going to end up splitting the nechassim evenly. But if we allow this inflation of the value of the father's nechassim, so then they're only going to be able to collect their mother's Xuzman and Dechrin, which is valued at very little. So that's why we didn't allow the other Yusayimim to inflate the value of their father's nechassim. But Hacha over here, Mias Seda, is there going to be a loss over here? Alpha Yahiv, Alpha Shakil. He gave a thousand and he got a thousand. Ruvain lent Shemin a thousand Zuz, and now he got a house from Levi, who had purchased it from Shemin, and he's valuing that house at a thousand Zuz. Yes, even though the real market value of the house is only 500, since when he accepted it, he accepted it at a value of a thousand Zuz, so he got his a thousand Zuz back, and there's no loss for him. Now we just continue with Tirfa Bakamakasvinon. How much is the Shtar Tirfa written at? Now, what exactly is a Shtar Tirfa? So when Ruvain lends Shemin a thousand, and then Shemin sells his properties, and when Ruvain comes to Shimon to collect, Shimon doesn't have any money to give him. So as we know, Ruvain's allowed to go to the fellow who bought Shimon's properties, and he's allowed to take those properties away. Now, as he's taking those properties away from the fellow that bought them from Shimon, we write a star for that lekeach, and we say, X amount of money was taken away from you, and now he's able to go back to Shimon, he's able to say, Shimon, you sold me this property, it was taken away from me, you have to give me money for it. So that's called a star tirfa, and the question is, how much is written on the star tirfa? 500 or 1,000? So Ravina or Ravina says, but Alpha, we write 1,000 on the star tirfa, because when the house was taken away, it was valued at a thousand. But Ravir Almer, he says, we only write 500, because the real value of the house is only 500. The inflated value was a thousand, but the real value was only 500. And Mehelcha said, the halacha is, we only write 500 on that star. And now we have the same exact case in the Gemara, just talking about a different amount of money. Who gave there was a fellow to have a maskebe meazuze, he owed a hundred zuz, he had two small pieces of land, he sold one of them for 50, and the other one for 50, to the same person, Balchayv came along and took away one of those pieces of property. He was coming to take the other property. So the fellow who bought the properties took a hundred zuz. He went to Balchayv. Varmalani told him, If you're going to consider the value of that property at a hundred, so good. And that means you've collected your chayv. But if you're not going to value it at a hundred and you're going to insist on trying to take the other property away, take a hundred zuz cash and go away and give me my property back. Now, so Rav Yosef wanted to say, That's the same thing as our Mishnah. If you say, trying to inflate the value of the father's property in order to collect their exubus and dechrin and wouldn't listen to them. So to over here, we're not going to listen to this guy. But Abayah told him, Me dummy, is that comparable? Over there, if we allow the Yusayim to inflate their father's property, there's going to be a loss to the other Yusayim. Over here, my say this, like, what type of losses are going to be to the Baal He gave a hundred, he's getting a hundred. And once again, we ask the same question, how much is the Shtar Tirfa going to be written at? Ravina Amr, he says, it's going to be written at a full hundred. Ravavir Amr, he says, it's only going to be written at 50. We write it at 50. And the Gemara continues with another case. There was a fellow to have a maski be zuze. He owed 100 zuz. Shachiv. And he died. He left over a piece of property that was worth 50. Abachiv came to the Yusayimim and he took away the property from the Yusayimim. The Yusayimim went, gave him 50 zuz, and they took the property back. But now the Abachiv came to take the property back.
property away again. Remember, he was owed 100 and he only got 50. So he was coming to take the property again for the other 50 that he was owed. Also, coming to Abai. So they came to Abai to say, he can't take this property again. We already paid him. Armel Hensor Abai told them, It's a mitzvah for the Yusayim to pay the chayv of their father. You don't have to pay it. You don't have a chayv to pay it, but you have a mitzvah to pay your father's chayv. And Hani Kamoi, mitzvah of Disu. This original 50 that you gave the Baal chayv, you did a mitzvah with it, you partially paid your father's chayv. So Hashtaki Katarv, Bedin Katarv. Now that he's trying to take the property away from you, he's taking it away, Bedin. Because that property which you have is Meshubbed to the chayv. However, Vulay Amr, this is only said, Deloy Amrulay Hani Chamshin Zuze Dmei Arktina. This is only if the Yusayimim did not tell the Baal chayv when they gave him this 50 Zuz that this is for the land. Aval Amrulay, but if they had told the Baal chayv, Hani Chamshin Zuze Dmei Arktina, that this 50 Zuz is for the land that you're taking away, Slukis Al Kua, so then they've removed him from the land. So what we just said is as follows. If when the Baal Chayv came to take the field from them the first time, they gave him this 50 Zos, and they told him, this is for the field, so then we view it as if the debt was partially collected, and then the Baal Chayv just sold the field back to them for 50. So now this field is considered to be owned by the Yusayimim, not as a Yerusha, but as a regular piece of property which they just purchased. Therefore, the Baal Chayv would not be able to come and collect this piece of property, because this piece of property isn't Meshub to the Chayv anymore, it's just considered the Yusayimims that they purchased after their father died, and has nothing to do with his original Chayv. And one more case for today, who there was a fellow who sold his mother's ksuba for Tevis Hana. What did he sell? He was selling the rights that he has to his mother's ksuba if her husband dies and then she dies, so he would inherit his mother's ksuba and the buyer would collect it instead of him. However, when he sold this ksuba of his mother, he told the fellow who was buying it, if my mother comes and she's on this sale, I'm not going to back you up, I'm not going to give you your money back, this is a very risky venture for you. You're giving me money and if my mother brings up any issues, so I'm not going to give you your money back and you've lost your money. But what happened? Shechiva Ime, his mother died, Valer Aaron, she never made an error. However, what did this guy do? Va'asa Ihu, this fellow himself, the guy that sold the Ksuba, he came along, become Aaron, and he was being Aaron. He was trying to come in place of his mother. And so, Ron Barcham the Mema, Ron Barcham wanted to say, he's in place of his mother. And the same way that if his mother would have made an error, the whole sale would have been canceled and the guy would have lost his money. So, too, now the son, who was the one that sold it, he's coming in place of his mother. He's pretending that he's not him. He's saying, I'm coming, Mitam, my mother. And I'm saying that I protest the sale of the Ksuba, and he's basically pulling the rug out from the other guy's feet. He's getting to keep the money of the sale, he doesn't have to refund it, and he gets his mother's Ksuba. But now Amalai Rava Rava told him, You're right, the fellow that sold the Ksuba, the son, he didn't take responsibility for her, meaning for his mother. And he said very clearly, If my mother's Ma'arer, then you're not going to get your money back. But Are you going to say he didn't accept a Chrais for himself? Of course, built into this sale is that if he's going to make any issues with this sale, of course he'd have to give the money back. In other words, now that this guy's the one that's making issues, he is able to cancel the sale, but he would have to refund the guy his money. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow's more cases in which Ryan Bar Chama says a halacha and Rava argues with him. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.